live action. Hey, take two. Pick em pop, big gun Brian Petrie, giving out the lot. One is mortal, you know it won't miss. Gonna take a shot, dog lot. That's the underdog, yeah, they in the hunt. Send them home, that's KO or submission. Get yeah, somebody done. Slime ball, yeah, that's the parlay. We gonna make it known. Pick em pop from MMA takes, yeah, let's get it going. Ah. Ah. All right, all right, YouTube worlds. We're so sorry. I had the whole thing set up. I just spent 50 bucks to get back on StreamYard. Bare bones operation, but we need the content. I got my boys with me. This needs to happen today. Woo! All right, we're here, babe. What's up, chat? Sorry, we had a nice little chat going. Trindaddy's in the in the house. Trindaddy. Take two. This is take two. God damn it, take two. Yeah, we'll keep, we'll keep with the ping. I had a ping set up. We'll keep a little pink there, Miami style. All right, boys. So where were we, where we left off? I gave this card an 8.4. You both gave it. And oh, we were on slam page. Anyway, not to take up too much. I'm going to go underdog here. I'm going to go slam page. I don't know what I'm getting for from her. Uh, I think she's going to do okay. I don't know much about this other girl. And when you got a woman fight starting the night off, you want to hit that dog money. You can hit the dog money on the ladies. So let's go ladies slam page plus 210. That's my play. Timbo, what you got? I gotta go opposite of here, but I gotta go opposite of you here, brother. Uh, Hi, brother. First and foremost, oh, the dust, champ. Dust it off. <laughs> dust it off. He's back. He's back, man. CC, you could go put that fake belt somewhere else, but you can go put that fake belt somewhere else, but I think Christian. <laughs> there he goes. Bro, <laughs> champ. John Take Friend. What's champ. up, John Friend? We got uh, Salt the Lime. I'll take the blame. It was the first time I was here live. It's all right, Salt the Lime. We're happy you're here. If wouldn't be an MMA take show without some fucking video, video technical difficulties. You guys been hearing me talk about that for the past fucking month. Ugh. Anyway, the champ is here, Timbo. He has not lost. Let me let me just, if you guys aren't following our score system or whatever, Timbo has been the champ the most. Way back in the Dev Tejada days, Timbo has won the most straps. Christian is second. I haven't won the belt in fucking, what, six years probably? I don't know when the last time I fucking won one was, but we're bringing it home tonight, baby. I got a feeling. I got a feeling. So, Timbo, you're taking Jacqueline over Slam Page, right? I mean, the girl's name is Slam yeah. Page, and you're going against that? I think it's Sam Page. Oh, it says Slam Hughes. And, um, Whatever. You know, I, I don't know much about uh, you know Jacqueline Amorum. Um, but honestly, it doesn't really matter because I know enough about Sam Hughes. Samantha mm -hmm. Hughes is her name, and that's mm -hmm. what we're going to call her until proven otherwise. <laughs> she she did have the one good performance against um, Elise Reed, yeah. where she went full slam page, full slam Hughes, and I was like, okay. And but we, we know who Elise Reed is, and she's not she's not very good either. No. Um, you know, I, I'm not she was she one and four, I believe, in the UFC. That's uh. Let's stat check ourselves. Two and four. But Estella Nunes, I'm not taking I'm not I'm not giving her any credit for that. I'm not confident in Sam Hughes. If I'm not confident in a minus two forty, I'm always gonna take that dog money. So give me the dog. Yeah, wait, hold on. Wait. Sam Hughes is the dog. Oh, no shit. Yeah, Oops. Sam 
That makes sense then. Yeah. Give me the favorite. Excuse Give me the favorite. My That's what I thought. Uh, so I thought. I'll take, I took, I'll take her. I took I'm the, rusty. I'm gotcha. Rusty. Yeah, it's been a while. The, the the belt shine in front of your eyes. You can't see the screen. I got it. Same. Christian, you got a belt as well. You big fucking show off. That's the real one. Uh, what do you like in this uh, this female fight? Yeah, brother. That's the intern one. Yeah, this Amaram, she's a little cutie. I'm not sure if you guys have looked. I up. have seen um, some uh, some Instagram shots of her. Not too bad. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, she's got all first round finishes, which is impressive, no matter what, especially in any female division. That's, I mean, that's an incredible stat. Seeing Hughes tough as nails. I think what the kids say, you're mid when you're just like meh, right? You just like kind of average. Mm-hmm. Is that what they mean? I guess mid. So, yeah. Yeah. It yeah. Is. Yeah. It is. Okay. So yeah, she's just really. Mid. mid so i'm gonna i i i'm gonna go with the proven finisher i mean we don't know if she's gonna gas in the second round gas in the third use is tough to finish but look it, if you've got those kind of that kind of finishing ability i don't think as brian you'd say slam page is going to be much of an issue <laughs> christian, oh, yeah, christian me has correct me on her nickname not only does he correct me on surnames now he has correct me on nicknames it is sam page uh, we got King Deuce here. Christian, who do you got in the Masters, brother? You got a Masters hat on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, this is a poser. This is my yeah, wife's hat. This guy's a poser. <laughs> good now. Bummed up busy at the moment. We'll be back to rewatch. Tears are a great show, guys. Thank you, Aaron S., loyal listener. What a good guy. All right, so we're. Uh, I'm the only one taking a dog there, huh? I'm the only bounty one. I'm yeah, the only dog. Okay, this is dog. Yeah, they did dog. All right, next up, Steve Garcia. Plus 175 versus Shylin Nornabecki. Minus two oh five, Shylin coming off the uh, the Derek Minner fight, the fix fight. Was he in on it? Was he not in on it? I don't think he was. I think he went out there and beat a fucking one legged man. Uh, kind of up and down in his career. A lot of fucking experience from a guy coming from China. Steve Garcia coming off that molly whopping of Jay Super. I mean molly whopping like like Chase Super stole his fucking Game Boy. Big old time ass beaten. Uh, what do you like here, Timbo, on the dog shot? You like you like Stevie Garcia? You like Shylin? What we got? I can't put too much. I'm not putting a lot of credit on uh, Steve Garcia's versus Chase Hooper. I've never been a Chase Hooper fan, a believer. That's a lie. None of the above. Um, I think he's he's literally a boy in a man's world in the uh, man. in the octagon. Can you pronounce his name again? I want to hear this. Did you did you did you murder this name? Uh Shylin Nordenbecki. It's close. Oh, cool. Yeah. Would you go to pronounce, see, see, pronunciation school? Yeah, at the John Annick School of Pronunciation. <laughs> yeah. I go ahead. Tell me how do you pronounce it, Hotshot? I think it. I think it's Shylion Nordenbecki. That's not. That sounds terrible. Wow. <laughs> that doesn't even sound real. It's not a real name. We can, uh, we can see what the chat says. Early play. Jared Moore's got to win by submission plus two seventy five. Come on, John friend. Also love the Yeti Cup color slime forever. Yeah, wife got me this for uh, just being a good dude. You know what I mean? No, no birthdays needed. Just a good dude. Um, Timbo need a selection here, man. Is uh, Nordenbecki? The favorite, I'm yeah, sorry. I minus the, 205. Yeah, minus 205 favorite. Decent size Last favorite. podcast we did, I literally picked all favorites yeah. by accident. This was not planned. Sure. Um, but I'm going with Nerd and Biecki here as well. Nerd and Biecki. I think Garcia, he doesn't, have, he doesn't throw much volume. Um, if he doesn't get if he what? doesn't get out of the first round. Christian, what? let the man speak. Steve right. Garcia? He's got hey, more I than... I got his numbers more. pulled up here, bud. 
We can review he more. He more than doubles Nerdon Biecki's output. So we're talking output. Well, you're, you're look. You're looking at per minute, which Steve, you can't count. Steve because Garcia. Steve Garcia landed 21 strikes in a three round fight over Luis Pena. Timbo has a good point. There is no fucking volume there, Christian. That guy. Champ says there's no volume. Champ says there's no but volume. Yeah, so Both well. guys aren't heavy volume guys, but I mean Steve Garcia is, is just a bum. All right, go ahead, Christian. We got we got Norman Becky over on Timbo's side. Uh, Yanez could finish. Hold on. I like the GMT play. He catches a dog and finds himself in weird, awkward ways. There ain't no doubt about that. Uh, Yanez could finish, but I like the decision number at plus two forty. That's a juicy number. Back in action, Derek Myers. Back in action, babe. Christian. Second fight in the night, Garcia uh, or Norton Becky. Yeah, this is pretty low level. Uh, I guess I I forget about that Luis Pena fight. Uh, he just backpacked it that entire time. Mm-hmm. It's because he didn't want that smoke, though, because yeah. Garcia can hurt you. He and he smoke. can get busy, yeah. and he can have output. So, I mean, you saw what he did to Chase Hooper. I think I mortal locked Chase Hooper that night. One of my worst bets <laughs> of all time. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I didn't realize that, you mortal uh, locked him. I might have to kick you off the fucking show, bro. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Mortal Lock Chase Hooper. What are we doing who's here? Who's that? Uh, who's that? One twenty-five or Tim? Um, Elliot. Tim Tim means? Yeah, Tim Elliot's uh, wife. I Mortal Locked her too. Those are my Gina Marzani. Mortal Lock. So, she just yeah. she just boxed uh, Pearl Gonzalez the other day. Oh really? And won. Uh, yeah, she won. Yeah. she won. Hey, yeah. hey, she won. Um, yeah. Anyways, I I think Nordon Becky is really dependent on takedowns. I'm not sure he can get them. It's crazy. He's two years younger and has 30 more fights. That is a yeah. lot of wear and tear. As it like you know, out in that China scene. I know the fighters aren't good, but I mean, I that's it. If you're fighting that often, your brain's taking a beating. So I think Garcia can. I think you can put the hurt on him and stop the takedown. So I'm gonna take a dog shot here. Dog shot for CC. Yeah, I'm going with the Chinese boy here. Uh, C. Garcia got smoked by Machete, uh, a fellow Chinese fighter um, earlier uh, in his career. C. Garcia just can't take it. The guy ain't got no chin. He can bully a Chase Hooper. You've seen Shylin Norton Becky. This dude is fucking bricky, right? This dude is bricky. Short, bricked up dude, right? Got a great tan on him. Great skin tone. Uh, I think he, you know, Chase, or excuse me, C. Garcia is going to look good. In the first couple minutes, couple leg kicks, couple strikes. Shylin's gonna he can wrestle a little bit. I think he's gonna take him out here. I think this is a this is a good win for Shylin here, uh, unless he can completely comes out flat, which I don't expect him to, um, because again he can he lands on Steve Garcia. He's hurting Steve Garcia, and that's the name of the game. Uh, chat, what's up? What's up, chat? John Me Machine is a great nickname. The is big on playing big units and action again here. Curiously here, he likes his new one for Chris. I'll, I'll have a full breakdown of that when we get to the fight. Shailen said Machete is his cousin to an interview. Garcia getting the family beatdown. I love it. I love it, Jared. Fucking Chinese beatdown for old Steve Garcia. All right, next up, Trey Ogden, plus 250 versus, <clears throat> excuse me here, Bahamanes. He is a minus. Three, Hell yeah. 35 fight came together last minute. Trey Ogden had a fight two weeks ago, pull out, weight issue, whatever, on the other end, not his end. Catch weight at 160. Uh, uh, Ignacio was supposed to fight somebody. Can't remember the top of my name. I do not want to go to Topology because it'll crash all our computers because that's what it does. We'll go Christian <laughs> first. there right now. We'll go Christian first. Ignacio Bohomondes, who you not know I is... Have to sh- go ahead. Go the ahead. romance novel. I'll have to show that. There it is. The <laughs> I mean, listen... 
my wife, when I, when, when me and my wife have, you know, we, we go for it, right. When we have a little, you know, pull the hair, uh, contest, she is thinking in her head the entire time. Like that's all she's thinking about. I've never even said the name to her before. She just knows that's the sexiest name in the world. Anasio Mohamandez. I just, I mean, I can't say it enough. Christian, let very good fighter. This is an interesting fight here because I do think there is some value in Trey Ogden. But I, you know, we'll, we'll see what you think. Go ahead. Yeah, I remember Mohamandez came in off the contender series and I was impressed. I And you know, I kind of, kind like of? to fade contender series. Kind of? Okay, I we'll almost always fade okay. contender okay. series, guys. There we go. But, I, I did not fade Ignacio Bahamonde. That's great. And I, gotta I, get a shirt. I paid for that against uh, John McDessie. I, I remember that fight being like close or a split decision, though, and I may have even thought that uh, Bahamonde won, but well, it's, it's a while back. I just watched that fight. You know what? The, it was a great fight, and John McDessie has like mm-hmm. one knockout his entire career. For whatever reason, though, it might have been a bad weight cut for because every time he touched uh, Bahamondes, he got dropped. Like Bahamondes, mm-hmm. if he didn't get dropped every time he got touched, he probably would have won that fight. It was that good of a fight, but it, bad weight cut, whatever, because he hasn't had that issue since. But uh, go ahead, CC. But that was a great fight. I just rewatched that. Yeah, I should have rewatched that one. Um, I yeah, I remember it being good. But anyways, I I, I kind of. I don't take too much into that. I think uh, Bahamondas would win nine out of 10 times against uh, McDessie, especially McDessie now. But yeah, I mean, that size difference he has. I, Ogden's one of the few fighters that's in the UFC that I've seen fight in person, and I was not impressed. Um, he actually got the contract that night. Uh, well, yeah, wasn't too impressed. Ignacio does impress me. I think he's good. I think he's going to whoop ass here. This is uh, slime territory. Slime forever. Don't slime, hey, I got here forever. <laughs> yeah, slime forever. Hey, you said it. I didn't say it. Hey, you said it. I didn't say it. Hey, all right. So you're going in. I feel Bohemond is Timbo. Timbo slides. What we got here, babe? And I feel Bohemond is. God, you said good yeah. too. I'm on. I'm. I'm on uh, here. Um, you know, if anything, that that McDessy fight. McDessy's a vet. This dude's mm-hmm. been in the UFC for. Like, at least 15 years. Uh, I remember right. him in the early, early, like, I think UFC 129. I looked up. He, yeah. he was fighting in the organization. Been around for a while. Um, you know, that's a that's a vet going against the young bull that's trying to take him out and uh, so, you know split decision. I had scored it for Bahamondes as well, um, but I had money on him. So green, yeah. green eyes, green yeah. goggles. But um, no, I mean Trey Ogden. I, I I don't know enough about him to to honestly. And I, I, he had the, the split decision loss to Jordan Levitt, which mm-hmm. in itself is impressive because Jordan Levitt's a hell of a fighter. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's another low volume guy. Obviously, he's got power as we saw in his last fight. But um, if he's not able to outgrapple you, you know, or, or land that one big shot, I think it was a knee in his last fight. You know, he, I'm, I'm not too too confident on him either. But uh, give me Bahamondes. I think uh, I think the UFC's got a lot of stock in this kid, and yeah. he's gonna uh, he's on a rise here. Absolutely. Slime forever. slime forever. Christian said it. This is slime ball candidate. Uh, Trey Ogden is, he, he got labeled a grappler coming in the UFC and he doesn't really land at many takedowns. His takedown entries look a little labored. I mean, the Jordan Levin fight, they kind of canceled each other out and then he threw 40 strikes. Like it's, you got to pick that up a little bit. And then he come against a, a, a up and coming guy, young guy. A lot of people liked Daniel Zellhuber, 
who I liked. I rode Zell Huber, and he shut him down with his striking. He is a stout, powerful guy. So if he lands, I'm sure it is impactful, but he's not like a crazy knockout puncher. Bojo Mendez comes from kickboxing lineages. He looks great. He's got 100% takedown defense in the UFC right now. Although, has that been tested all that all that much? Eh, right? But he works out with Bilal Muhammad daily in the, the camp in Chicago, and Bilal raves about this kid saying, I mean, cardio on point, everything's on point. He wants to stay on this fight, this fight card, no matter what. Um, and I love him here. I, I, at first, the number threw me off, minus 335. Dragon the vet, he's a little underappreciated, one-on-one in the UFC. You know, he's taking over that Krause camp in Kansas City. I was like, oh, this is a trap spot. It feels like a rat mine. But the more I looked at Bojo Mendez, I'm like, man, I kind of, I fucking love this kid. And I think he pieces up Ogden. He's big, he's long, he's, you know, and he's improving every day. So yeah, Slimeball candidate. We're all on uh, Anafio Bojo Mendez, which is uh, is a great feeling. Uh, Derek Meyer says, you hear about Holland Masvidal? I did. I saw a little bit of video. They got into it backstage. Uh, I saw a video of Gilbert Burns asking when they were signing the posters of Mas or, or Holland. Hey, Holland, what do you think about this guy? And he pointed to Masvidal and says, oh, he's a sucker punch douchebag. So I think that might's what started everything, right? Because, you know, I mean, you know, whatever. But uh, yeah, they got into it. No punches thrown, though. Ogden's a bum. You'd be crazy to pick him. I agree, Ty. Holland Hor got into it, so the scenes Alex misses weight by eight pounds, and the Gilbert says to jump in and fight Izzy and Holland. Yeah, let's mix mix the whole show up again. Let's go, James Larkin, my guy. Anasu is a savage. Watch this guy since he joined. Looks for finishes every time. Tatum Temple. I think Ogden's also cutting weight back-to-back weeks. Good point. Tatum Temple. And then uh, he is at catch weight. There you go. So the chat, chat's fired uh, who up. Was, go ahead. Who was that that fought last week or the week before that came off like those back-to-back weight cuts and got smoked? It was, uh, God damn it. It was, I, I know, it was just like two weeks ago. I literally just brought, I brought it up in my breakdown too. I was like, I don't like this person coming off <laughs> I know. so many weight cuts. I think cuts. they did are doing 160. Austin, fight, it was Austin still. Lingo. Yeah. Nate, yeah. well, listen, he ran into Nate yeah. the train though, babe. <laughs> So, I mean, what are, you know, what are we doing here? Nate the Train yeah, will He was going to get smoked. He was, yeah. He was going to get smoked. You're on the tracks with Nate the Train coming. You're <laughs> fucked. All right, next up, we got uh, Cynthia Calvillo, plus 210 versus Luana, or excuse me, Lupi, Lupitita, Ganez, minus 250. Lupi Ganez, um, I'll lead the dance here. Another female fight here. I like Lupi a lot. I've lost money on her, right? My, my, uh. I've been doing this whole thing like I bet shit, you know, I know chicks because I have my boy Jake Ford keeping track of my bets and I'm like 15 and seven or maybe even a little bit better than on women's fights this year when I've come out and said terrible at capping women fights. Uh, Loopy is one that I've really fell for where I'm like, oh, she's really good. She's re-. and then she fights someone like Luna Carolina and you're like, wait, what the fuck happened? Uh, I think Cynthia Convino though is checked out though. I think she's just maybe wanting to get a bare knuckle paycheck in her next, you know, next outing. I think, I think she's, she's done with the UFC at this point, uh, was a promising up and coming, you know, fighter. And now she's really fallen down and hasn't looked good and got finished. Looked a little bit better last time out, but I just see this. This was almost a green hammer play for me. I think this is going to a decision. That's a crazy big line. So I stayed away from that, but I think that's almost a lock. This fight goes to decision. Neither of these females are going to finish each other. I like Luby Ganez to land, maybe like three takedowns and control the pace and, and Cynthia Cavillo just kind of let her do what she wants. And uh, yeah, so I'm going to go loopy here. Uh, for the dub, almost a green hammer played, but I pulled back. I pulled back the, the hammer. Uh, Christian, we'll mix it up. We'll, what do we think here, man? Right. 
Yeah, I, I love that you didn't put the green hammer because Lupi Godinez is the second most, probably cost me the second most money. Yeah, anybody. she's cost one, me money too. just robbed her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Peter Jan's number one. She's not, I, I, all, I'm almost sure that she's probably number two on that list. Uh, but man, I do love her as a fighter. Her style is just great. Her hands seem to be getting a little bit better. She does throw like that big, those big like wrestler overhands. Mm-hmm. She's like a, you know, like a guy's wrestle boxer style. Yeah. You know, big, huge power, like into a, into a takedown. She's relentless with the takedowns. Uh, she'll probably be a little bit smaller. Uh, this is back at 115 also. And Calvillo could barely make 115. So yeah. I maybe. I saw a picture, I just, I saw a picture of her too, or like a little video where she's like, oh, I'm sight. Mm-hmm. It was just from the neck up, right? And she might carry a lot of face fat. Trust me, I know. <laughs> okay, I mean, when I take this shirt off, I got six pack abs. You just wouldn't be able to tell with my face. Um, uh, her face looked a little, a little swollen for my liking for someone cutting a fifteen. Where I think one twenty five is a real place. That's a good point, yep. Christian. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. I think it, so. Yeah, I think that definitely favors Loopy because Calvio has really struggled with the weight. I think Loopy can just grind her out. Um, you know, I think she's going to hit her hard. She'll grind her. You don't want to quit versus Loopy. You saw what she did to like Carnalosi when she got her backed into a corner. And I don't see why she can't do that here. I love Loopy a lot, but I'm so with you on not slime, not just green hammer because of what's, because yeah. of what's happened it's in a, the past. It's, it's a money line bet, low money line bet. If we lose, I'll be mad, but it's not, my night's not over. You know what I mean? Yeah. Timbo, I'll like parlay her with Ignacio or something. Ignacio Bahamundes? Yeah. Ignacio Bahamundes. Yeah. Uh, Timbo, how do you like this fight, bub? My bad. I was experiencing technical difficulties, but luckily it wasn't my turn, so we're all good. There we Never go. Never happened. Never well, happened. What would you say this line was? Uh, Loopy is a minus 250, and Calvillo is a plus 210. Man, come on. I'm hoping Loopy was like a fucking minus 300. Um, so there's two sides of this coin with uh, Calvillo being checked out. Mm-hmm. Obviously, she's 35. She's on, she's on the back nine of her career. Um, I mean, shit, I mean, look at Holly Holm. She's fucking 45 years old, still going handbone. But likely she's on the back nine of her career. It's easy to say she's checking out. Or or is she passionate? Is she fired up? Is she hungry? Does she know this is her last shot? Whoever you're confident, whichever side you're confident in, you're going to see either of those. Um, I've been burned. I'm with you, CC. I've been burned on Loopy. I've lost decent amount of money on, on straight up plays and parlays. We, I made her my must have one week. Um, and I was embarrassed, but with that said, Cavillo does have great takedown defense. Live is 75% takedown defense loopy. And, and, and she's got a three inch reach advantage. Obviously Luana Carolina had a much bigger reach advantage, but we saw loopy struggle with her tremendously. It was horrible uh, because she couldn't get her down to the ground. Luffy goes in for a f- the first couple of shots and doesn't get a takedown. I am not confident in her at all. Um, I think she panics. Um, Cavillo's a vet in there. She hasn't been taken down in five, over five years, and that was by Carla Esparza. Um, granted, her, her record is pretty trash since then, but uh, you know, she's fought some decent competition. Um, still UFC fighters today. I like a little play on Cavillo here. Hey. Uh, maybe it's resentment I have towards Luffy, but... Um, you know, for the sake of keeping my strap, yeah. the real strap, I'll rock with the video here. Okay. I don't, I don't mind that play. Okay. I wish I had a bigger dog, but Listen, I like it. Sometimes you got to rip off that dog band-aid. You know what I mean? You got to pull the first trigger on that dog, even if you don't love it. You're like, I got to do it. got to get it done. Uh, Ryan's, Definitely by decision, though. Ryan Span cut weight twice uh, recently as well. He he got smoked out. Uh, 
Uh, that's not one. Just do no chicks. I know chicks, man. <laughs> Play for us, big. Oh, okay, yeah. So we were talking about Nate the Train, right? You know, Nate the Train fucked up Austin Lingo bad. You know, hey, hey Nate the Train, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that guy is my I want him to be my best friend so bad I just want to be like Nate let's just be fucking friends man God I mean we probably don't even get along We live different lifestyles We're from different parts of, Well he's from Tennessee He's very close to me But you know where he grew up and where I grew up Are two different worlds essentially But I want to be his best friend Alright next up Jeremy Scar GM3 plus 160 Whenever Jeremy Scar GM3 gets that plus number Everyone comes out against Joe Pfeiffer Be like Joe Pfeiffer don't know how he hasn't changed his nickname yet. Minus 190. Uh, Timbo, you went last last time. We'll let you go first this time. What do we got, babe? So we saw, um, was was Mirskart the first, uh, you know, sacrificial lamb to Kamzat? Was that our first showing of Kamzat? No, 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 no. That was, that was John first, Phillips, I think. Yeah, it was John first. John Phillips and then Reese McKee, both oh, at yeah. 170, or maybe Phillips was at 185, and then he and then Mearscart was at 185 as well. Yeah, because he took Phillips and Reese McKee within like a week, and he cut the 170, which is insane, because he was originally at 185. But yeah, he no, he he fucking, he, he, I mean, he killed him. I mean, Jared Mearscart's been dead for a while now. He murdered him. Yeah, he well, he's coming back with a vengeance this weekend. He's gonna fucking uh, he's gonna put away Joe Joe Piper. Um, yeah, this is this is I love GM three man. Yeah. As we saw, I'm I I feel more confident with him against Joe Piper than I do against Bruno Silva. Yeah, and look what he did to Bruno Silva. Right, um, guy's got very underrated striking, and obviously he's a fucking submission masterclass. Um, you know, obviously he's he's been knocked out. A couple of times, but um, a few times you know, against the best. Yeah, against the best of the best. Um, so yeah, give me GM three here. I like him to get a finish. Uh, someone had said it in the chat earlier. You know, he finds a way to get those those awkward positions and and grab onto a limb, and you know, he's either taking it with him or you're tapping. So give me uh, give me GM three here for the dog. GM three, fuck the world, John Friend. Uh, no, if the train ever need a heart transplant, doctor said they need to take it from a line. Let's go, baby. He's got that dog in him. That's for sure. Uh, Mirskirt has to be a dog lock. Ooh, Temple dog lock. She's throwing dog locks out there. Timbo likes GM three. That's back to back dogs for my guy. Christian, you you feeling doggy here? You feeling you feeling froggy? You want to take this dog shot here, but this is the only fight that I don't have circled on my page because oh. I keep going back and forth. So, look the way. Piper fights. I don't think he's like really that good. I don't, I don't see the hype, but I, there is a lot of hype around him. And I'm wondering if I'm just missing something, which sure. happens sometimes. I'm like, this guy's, this guy's no good. And he is really good. It's just, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm bad at reading talent. Sure. So look, the way he fights kind of reminds me, there's just a lot of jabs, like straight punches. You know, he doesn't throw a whole lot of loopy stuff. And that's uh, really like what Kamzat did do. I guess it wasn't, it was only one or two punches, but just right through the middle. So I'm straight like, is Piper going to get him that exact same way? Um, you know, Mirshark can't really take anybody down. He stinks at it. He's like yeah. one of the lowest takedown percentages for a submission ace that I've ever right. seen. Look, his chin has looked a lot better. If he does get on the ground somehow, too, he seems to be able to hold people down all right. Um, but biggest concern is that is that chin still improved enough? Pfeiffer got subbed by Jonathan Potti. That guy's like a Muay Thai fighter and boxer, mm-hmm. and he got choked out by him. That's embarrassing. GM3, I mean, if, if you're that guy subbing you, GM3, it doesn't matter how much you've improved. 
Um, my cousin, who's also like in touch with that uh, Gracie BJJ, she said like he's been trading with some of those guys. They all hate him. They said Joe Piper's an asshole. So mm. that's some in, that's some intel. They don't like they inside don't really baseball. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> inside baseball, got an attitude sure. problem. So now that I've talked myself into it. I always bet on GM3, so I guess there's no surprise I'm ending on him yet again. Okay. Like, if if he can get this to go a little bit late, he he, you know, he takes anybody into deep water. Even when he's losing, you still don't want to be in that deep water with him, like uh, Stolzfus found out. So, give me GM3. Fuck it. Fuck yes, it. Sir. Uh well, I'm gonna piss off a lot of the chat because uh, I got this guy behind me. Yeah. Oh God, dude. <laughs> You're not doing that. <laughs> Four one of the year, and I and listen. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and be straight with everyone like I always am. It was it was tough to find a green hammer spot. I could have given you a minus five hundred. Something goes a decision, but that's just, you guys know that's not how I fucking do things. So I like Joe Pfeiffer. I think Joe Pfeiffer is athletic. I think he's big. I think GM three is not gonna sniff a takedown. I'm curious about the cardio. I know Joe Pfeiffer's a prick. I've heard he trains a little too hard in the gym. He's at that Philly gym where, you know, he's a little bit of rough. This is what I don't know about Joe Pfeiffer, right? He goes on the Contender Series. He cries. Looks great against Ozzy uh, Diaz. And basically was like, I'm homeless. I need I need this, right? And then they fly him. And, and Dana, was, that was a horrible day, uh, contender. So they only sign him. They fly him out to the fight set next week, right? And he's got a smoke sitting next to him, his girlfriend, right? A smoke. And I'm like, this dude's homeless and he's got this girl with them. Like, did they just start a date? Like, what is going on? There's mystery behind Joe Pfeiffer. So I didn't just hammer Joe Pfeiffer by knockout, right? Because that worries me a little bit. GM3, if you're going to get him, you're going to get him in round one. So mini green hammer, Pfeiffer knockout round one. But I'm playing a double chance, Pfeiffer to win by knockout or Pfeiffer to win by decision minus one 60 gm3 looked like dog shit against christoph jocko where was that guy at right look great against bruno silva so whatever gm3 shows up that's gonna be a problem for this thing but be like joe pfeiffer green fucking hammer pfeiffer by knockout or win by decision minus 165 that's a multi-unit prop play and then if you sprinkle or take your little tiny green hammer out you can go Pfeiffer by knockout round one. Because if you're good to get Mearshart, it's round fucking one. Santos uh, and fucking Hanzat, and there was another guy that just escaped my mind. Let me look it up real quick. Um, someone got him in the round one not too long ago. Ian Heinish. Ian Heinish oh, yeah, knocking him out bad. round one. Joe Pfeiffer can do it as well. The chat disagrees with me. It's not my dog, Locke. You know what I mean? I ain't even touching that dog. Green hammer play, baby. Let's go. Let's see what the chat. Oh, is somebody, somebody in there had a good point. Like Dana doesn't give you oh, right there. Bismo yeah. Funyuns forty four. Bismo Funyuns. Like, Dana doesn't give someone place to live. Not just. Like, and they gave him Amadovsky. That's right. Yeah. Like, Amadovsky like, that's was exactly the biggest right. layup in the world. I mean, listen, I, I'm not in the business of challenging fighters. I'm 36. I'm out of shape. I got two kids, but I could knock the fuck out of Amadovsky. And I challenge that guy <laughs> to a fight right now. No, that was uh, yeah. Tatum. Tatum hates that pick. Lost his mind. People. Uh, Jim Street has held up since cousin. Yeah, go ahead, Bob. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, no, you're good. Question: Is there any way to talk you out of saying what you just said? What did I say <laughs> about knocking out Amadowski? 
No, no. I, I, I wholeheartedly believe in that. Oh. Green Hammer on Joe Pfeiffer. No. It's it's locked in, dude. Right. It's let me show right, you. Lock me, it in then. I got a book here, right? Where I write down the slime ball. I got a little slime ball sticker on it, right? Nice. And uh I'm gonna I'm gonna cover the slime ball because we haven't given that out yet. Pfeiffer, right there. Okay. It's locked in. It's set in stone. You can't that's permanent marker. You can't erase that, Timbo. No, uh the page listen, out. <laughs> you can rip the page out. That's a very good point. You're smarter than me. Listen, it's uh Again, I didn't love anything in this spot, right? And I could have went safe and played it with all these other bullshit. But I'm like, listen, be like Joe Pfeiffer, risk the biscuit a little bit. And when I say multi-units, the past five green hammers, I've laid three units. Three units, two units, three units, two units, one and a half units. This week, we're probably looking at one and a half to two units. Bankrolls, okay. I laid a lot on Chris already, but I am... A medium confident, even though the chat thinks I'm fucking crazy. All right, we'll move on. Carl Williams, minus 390. This line has gone up. This line has got steamed. I got these lines yesterday. He's against Chase Sermon, old Mississippi mean. Chase Sermon, plus 320. Christian, you are the heavyweight whisperer, so I'm going to let you do the heavyweight uh, heavyweight mantle here. Man, this is like the lowest of the low level. Um, you want to run through the chat real quick? Yeah, go ahead. They're just, they're just all saying Brian's the best and his head is okay. really small, really nice proportion to his body and shit. It's just really cool. I guess our, yeah, I, I always thought our chat was smart enough, but I guess not. Um, so, yeah, this is the lowest of the low. Uh, Chase Sherman's got a 4-10 and 10 record in the UFC. This guy, Carl Williams, beat that fat slob from Penn State. Hey, man. Who was Jimmy that? Lawson, bro. Pay a little respect Jeez. to Jimmy Lawson. I don't know why God, I said his name in a Boston terrible. accent, but that's that's how you say it. Yeah, and then Lucas Breschke. Um, look, he does. It, no matter if that guy is a slob and showed up like he was going to a professional eating contest. Jesus, I mean, he's you know he's still he's still a good wrestler, and you know this guy who's not a wrestler is like a basketball player took it to him. So mm-hmm. you got to put some respect on his name for that. I just haven't been impressed with his overall skill set. Just like almost any older guy coming off the contender series in the last two seasons. There's not, there's not much really left out there. Uh, mm-hmm. They picked the low hang for pretty clean. So I haven't been super impressed with Williams. I mean, he is athletic because he's not really a heavyweight. Mm-hmm. Um, look, I, I think this fight is probably going to, I don't know if it's, I haven't even looked at the, betting lines have been so busy this week but it's it's he's in uh, the 400s now i can tell you that no i don't care about yeah Yeah. i don't care about that uh i'm just i'm gonna bet it to go over i could see this honestly go in the distance Mm -hmm. because look this guy williams isn't really choking anybody he's got one sub on his record i believe um sherman could fight him off he's absolutely terrible on his back but williams just wants to lay on you so i i do like the overs in this fight especially if they set it at one and a half but look, this is low level. And if you're going to give a guy with 14 fights of UX experience, even if he's lost most of them, you're going to give me plus 400 on him. Give me that number. This fight stinks, though. Oh, man. All right. Uh, Timbo, go ahead. Go ahead, bud. The heavy- completely agree with CC on the uh, on the over. Yeah. Over one and yeah, a half yeah, yeah. is probably a safe bet. Yeah. Because um, both of these, I'm not going to say Carl Williams stinks. Chase Sherman stinks, but he's pretty fucking durable. And when he has gotten finished, I mean, he's gotten his shit kicked in prior to getting finished, at least. Um, So, yeah, I mean, Christian made some really good points. I mean, it's very easy to go with Carl Williams here. Um, He's definitely the more athletic and and is the one without the 4-10 record in the UFC. 
Um, I'm gonna go with fucking Chase. I'm gonna go with Chase Chase Sherman. There here you as well. go, Chase um, Sherman. Yeah, man. And the experience again, like he hangs in there and he hangs in there. He gets his ass beat so much. I mean, he fucking Nate Diaz is a Nick Diaz. You get yeah. his ass beat so much, but he doesn't. He doesn't really slow down. You know, he's still fighting in the third round. And um, you know, we'll see how. I mean, actually, fuck that. Sorry, I'm going Carl. Carl Williams. <laughs> Apologies. Whoa! <laughs> this is a switch. I just remember, out of I just remember Carl Williams' fight. I wasn't too confident in Chase Sherman, but it is a nice number. But no, Carl Williams just kind of showed he can go to the distance. Um, in both of his USC fights, I believe. Granted, they're against stinkers, but Chase Sherman is, is pretty stinker too. He's just a durable stinker. So yeah, give me Carl Williams. I, I wouldn't. I'm probably not even going to touch this fight except doing the over one and a half, yeah. which should be maybe like minus one fifty. Um, pretty like confident there. So. Yeah. Are on Jesus us. Christ, isn't they're on, they're on yeah. to us, man. They're on to us. They're watching the show. Fucking, they just changed that line right after you guys said that. Uh, listen, I got a one thing to say to Christian. You wanna bet? Because <laughs> I like Carl Williams here. I shit all over him, and I picked Bretsky in his last fight. Because the Jimmy Lawson, Jimmy Lawson was a very good wrestler at Penn State, and Carl Williams destroyed him. Three takedowns, just beat the shit out of him. Eight takedowns on Bretsky. Explosive athlete this dude is. Didn't throw enough strikes for me. Did get tired. Got a second win, but it has more to do with how bad Chase Sherman is. Now, he's tougher than $2 State, okay? He's tougher than a Mississippi mudslide on a Monday. You know what I mean? Like, this dude is, you can just make those things up if you say it in a country accent. It none of them it. make sense. I love it. But if you say it in a country accent, it, you know, it makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you know, he's harder than a stop sign on a highway. Like, it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> but when you say it, they're like, oh, that's some wisdom, right? No, listen, Chase Sherman stinks, right? And Carl Williams taking this fight on short notice. He's a growing fighter, super athletic. Chase Sherman has no takedown defense. He is tough. He's not going to get finished in there. He gets tired as well. He'll battle back in that third round of Carl Williams completely gasses. But CeCe's the heavyweight whisperer. And the reason I put my money up is because Slimeball candidate number two on Carl Williams here. You know so, what? This fight, I picked I picked Huggy Bear over Chase Sherman, but I'm picking Chase Sherman over Carl Williams. Yeah. That, I don't know how that math works out, but it's let's you strange. want do you want to bet or what bro no i would, I would right, never right. place a bet right. on chase sherman ever Listen, under that's any smart. circumstance and for the people out there as well i've been i've been getting pretty good if you're in the mma takes betting chat or betting group on on DraftKings, you'll see that i've been hitting not last week or two weeks ago excuse me i i, I kind of fell short but the same game parlays when you add in strikes and takedowns and whatnot i've been seeing that pretty good and i have written down here same game parlay they don't offer it for every fight but i like Carl Williams to land over at least two takedowns for sure. Plus two takedowns is a, is a lock over 20 significant strikes, I think as well. And then you could go like over one and a half or whatever. You can add that third leg to it. But uh, mm -hmm. that's something I'm definitely looking at. Hopefully DK and money line and money line. Right. Yeah, exactly. So hopefully uh, DK opens that up. All right. Next up, we yeah, got Michelle Watterson Gomez. You got to say Gomez now. She's been married for 40 years, but she decides to throw that on there. Uh, plus 140 versus Luana. Luana? There it is. Pinheiro. Minus 165. I'll go. I feel like I haven't gone first in a while. I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Uh, I think Luna wins here. Uh, listen, Karate Hottie looks to be in amazing shape. She looks ripped up. She looks focused. Her striking is just never good enough for me. 
She's mixing and grappling, which is great, but you don't want to go to the ground with Luna. Luna can get you off her back. She can get you on top. I think Michelle Watterson has to strike here. Problem is, she's severely undersized. They needed to add 105 forever ago to have her fight at Anim weight because that's where she was the king outside the UFC, right? Um, she's just a little undersized, which you can't get her striking going. She does look to be in phenomenal shape. I don't see a finish here. The overs, the play. I don't think I'll touch money line. Maybe I'll sprinkle Luna by this, uh, by submission because Michelle Watterson did just get choked out a fight or two ago. Um, and Luna is pretty sick off her back. So uh, give me Luna Pinheiro, minus 165, not overly confident. Confident in the over, but I'm not overly confident in Pinheiro. Does that make sense? Timbo, take it, babe. It does. And you fucking nailed that, for being honest. Um, over is definitely the play here. Karate <laughs> High like minus is... 300. Oh, yeah. It's, it's chalky. But when you got Just the shackles like me, Christian, you can throw three hundred on top. Bankroll, baby. <laughs> and respectfully, Karate Hottie is no longer hot. I'm just. Whoa, I'm just hang on, that. hang on. Let me, you know, if I was on my fancy plat, my fancy platform that we had to get kicked off of because of the fucking echoes, I could have pulled it up on there. But I'll pull up on my phone. My buddy, she's got that weird haircut. But my I'm buddy, gonna say she's, she's got a mom haircut, sure. But my buddy at work is obsessed with her, right? And she just posted this on Instagram. Hold on, is it in focus? Let me get closer. Yeah. No, it no. keeps you in focus because it knows. Oh, okay, okay, knows there you go. The bills. Sorry, dude, I got a fancy camera. I, Fuck off. Yeah, I, I saw mean, this earlier. She looks fucking ripped as shit. Yeah, but she, you know, she ain't ugly. Her, that's not gonna help her in takedown defense. <laughs> All right. Getting her back taken. So you're you're taking you're taking Pinheiro. Yeah, yeah, I mean Michelle Waterson at 36 years old isn't gonna be any different from the Michelle Waterson we've seen over the last 10 years. Granted, she's fought fucking murderers row. Fought a lot of people in that division. Mm -hmm. She has fought fucking murderers row. So shout out to her for taking those fights. She hasn't fared very well in them. She throws a lot of volume, but no power to go along with it. And um, I just think she gets grapple fucked this fight. As you said, she's too. I mean, she, she she doesn't need to be in this division, but I, unfortunately for her, it's her only option. Um, so yeah, give me uh, Luana here. I think round three, not two. Sherman is durable. Sherman is durable. You're taking Luana Pinheiro. Uh, Christian, what do you got in this fight here, Bubba? Bescaera. Bescaera. Unfortunately, this is good. This is the closest thing I had. The closest fight where I could say, it "Ain't got no gas in it. Ain't got no gas, <laughs> got no gas in it. <laughs> got no gas in it." <laughs> yeah, there's there's a, a pretty good cardio on this card. Unfortunately, uh, Pinero has shown a questionable gas tank, but has also shown a really good gas tank before. I mean, she's been three rounds, and then she absolutely quit versus Randa Marcos because she was about to lose that fight. Mm -hmm. So we've really seen both from her. Um, she's coming off a knee surgery, and I'm not sure if anybody was paying attention last week. I know I was because I laid a hammer against Casey O'Neill. And Pinero is a really explosive fighter like that. And I think you, uh, you know, what, nine months off of a knee surgery, you really saw a lack of explosion. And a very similar fighter. Pinero really depends on a lot of those, those judo hip toss, these really, like, big explosive movements. And... Honestly, I, that's really the only way she gets a takedown. And I think that Michelle Waters has been around long enough. Like you said, she's faced the murderers. She's faced, I, she's got one of the best, even if she's lost a, a lot of those fights, you know, she's been in, she's been in there with the best. Mm -hmm. And I don't think she's going to be fooled by that little, that little hip toss that's coming her way. I don't think the Pinero is going to have the explosiveness. I've seen her quit in the past and I'm going to take the smaller, but much craftier fighter that is still sometimes winning minutes against still the highest level in today's, 
She's fought JJ. She's fought Lemos. She's fought Marina Rodriguez. Marina Rodriguez. So, yep. Yep. Give me uh, Waterson Gomez. Uh, listen, Christian, that was a great breakdown. I can't argue with that. That's a good dog play right there. Ain't no lie. But I want to mention something. Listen, I'm a very observant person, right? For a guy who probably four or five months ago was like, I don't watch tape. I just do stats, whatever. You're breaking down punches, straight punches with Pfeiffer. You're doing hip tosses, a judo hip tosses. You're in it, bud. Like you're you're doing you're in it, pal. That's a good. That's this is a compliment, by the way. You're doing uh you're doing your homework. I appreciate it. Next fight, this is my heart fight right here. Calvin Gaslam minus one thirty versus Chris Curtis plus one ten. This line and the Ponson Yibo line have been moving like crazy this week. Chris is currently at plus one ten. He opened as the favorite. Went to minus one fifteen. Got him at that. Plus one five. Got him at that. I have not hammered one. Plus 120 yet, or plus 110 yet. If it goes to 120, 115, I'm gonna get it. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go last because you know I got a whole fucking thing with this. I'm gonna try to I, I spoke a little long-winded on Anakin Florian, so I'm gonna try to condense it here. We'll go Timbo. Oh, we'll give go Timbo. Who do you like in this fight? And tell me why. Oh, this is a good fight. <laughs> hey. It really is. Um Definitely think it's going decision. Mm-hmm. I definitely think it's stand, it's going to be a stand-up war. I'm not going to say stand-up war. I think um, I think it's going to be very patient on both guys' end. Um, I think a lot of folks that aren't familiar with Chris Curtis, which how at this point can you not be? Dude, you know, dude served his time in the UFC and has done very well in, in, in the short amount of time he's been in it. But obviously he's been in the game for several, several years. Um Taking taking out any bias. Mm-hmm. I got uh, Hey, pull the band-aid yeah. off. I'm a big boy. I can take it. <laughs> I gotta go gasoline. Okay, here, okay. Um and it's it's you know I don't Curtis into I don't think Curtis is gonna finish. You're not finishing no. Kelvin Gaslam. Kelvin Gaslam doesn't that. get finished. I know he got heel hooked. Mm-hmm. Um He's never been knocked out. Kermanson, maybe. Yeah, Jack oh, yeah, Kermanson he, he doesn't get knocked out. Yeah, that's that was kind yeah. of a fluke. Yeah. I think uh, I think we're in for a chess match mm-hmm. on the feet, and um, I think Kelvin. Uh, fuck that! What? Actually, I'm gonna change my mind. I'm going, I'm going Curtis here. Man. All right, well, man. I, I think I think of Kelvin's recent performances. Like Kelvin's got a shitty record. I don't even have it up in front of me, but like, I, I think of the Whitaker fight. Granted, Whitaker's elite in the mm-hmm. middleweight division. Um, and then you know that picture you showed me. He doesn't look good. He doesn't it look good weird, whatsoever. didn't he? It was getting an, up there. It, it was a weird thing. He was sitting down, right? But it looked like all the muscles in his shoulders and upper arms were like gone. He looked deflated, and I'm like, is he really lean or is he just not in shape? Like I don't know what's going on here. It's it's hard to judge from that one photo I sent you guys. Yeah, I mean, take away the Ian Heinish fight. Yeah, I mean, he has nearly been outstruck in one, two, three, four. All five of his last. Oh, he did eighty nine to eighty one on Jerry Cannonier. Mm-hmm. Um, but Cannonier is not much of a striker either, other than his huge power. Mm-hmm. I mean, Chris is, is is really technical. I think we're getting good money here on Chris. I think mm-hmm. it is definitely a close fight, and the line is right. Maybe you can flip it, but um, yeah, it's it's going to be about volume mm-hmm. and, and who can land the more shots. But I think it goes to decision. I think it'd be a split decision. I think that's a really good bet as well yeah. to take either one of these guys by split decision. You read my mind, um, absolutely. So yeah, give me Chris Thug. Give me, give me, give me old Chris. Your old action man. Action man. Christian, we got here, man. Can I break it down and then you break it down and then I'll make my choice because I haven't made it yet. 
I'll just go rules? ahead and break, I don't, do what you you want me to break it down. Or you want to break all it down? Right, all right. No, well, I'll do it. Okay, then, then I'll do it, it and down, then you'll make your choice. Then I'll make okay. my decision. All right. Yep. So yeah, I mean, so much with Gastelum, it depends on what he's going to look like on the scales. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, you know, he could show up. He, I mean, I guess he's mostly made weight, but sometimes he just shows up like looking like Peter Griffin out there. It's like, man, did you exercise at all or just no. drink beer and eat like a barbecue? My God, man. Uh, the thing is, though, I'm, Gastelum can be kind of relentless going for the takedowns. And while Chris does have, he's never been taken down in the UFC, mm-hmm. you know, this isn't the type of, this isn't a jujitsu guy taking down. Mm-hmm. This is a guy who's, you know, really is a wrestling based fighter. And mm-hmm. I am thinking that he's going to get Chris down. I, I'm almost sure he'll get him down at least mm-hmm. once or twice. Question is, can he get up? And, you know, this will be the best fighter that's ever probably been on top of Chris. So, mm-hmm. you know, at least the highest skilled. Um, yeah, him not being able to knock him out gives me a lot of concern because I think with that, I think Kelvin will put on more of the pace. Chris has a way of losing minutes before he's winning. Mm-hmm. And I know it's his style and it's really worked for him, but I could see something not exactly like in the same dance that the way the uh, Jack Hermanson fight was, but you know, I could see Gastelum really leading it and Chris not being able to figure out what to do. So that's my concern. I'm I'm just curious what you have to say because this one has me torn um yeah so you both said beautiful parts right i I think volume is a key now i spoke to chris okay i've spoken to the man i always send him a dm saying hey bro fight week war you whatever you got this because back in the day from, from his fourth fight when i met him his fourth pro fight I used to literally break down. That's how it really got me in the capping was I would break down fight footage of guys. He's about to fight and I go in the gym and I would tell him, Oh, this guy does this. This guy does that. So I've been doing it forever. Now he's got high level coaches. I don't bother him with that stuff, but he picked my brain this week and he told me about how camp's going and everything like that. So you guys make ex- excellent points. Chris tends to get off slow. I don't think Chris, and I mean, this is obviously get fact checked. I don't think he's ever lost a third round. This guy gets so much better when the fight goes on. Third round's his round. I mean, he beat, that's the only round he won in Jack Hermanson fight, right? That's when he gets going. First round is where he got to get fast. He walked the Joaquin Buckley fight. He took a lot of shots, blocked a lot of them, but he was losing a lot of that. He was a little behind, and Kelvin comes out very bouncy and very, very quick in the first round. He's very fast for his, for his size, and I do think he's going to wrestle. Chris got 100% takedown offense in the UFC. What plagued him outside the UFC was takedowns. He would get taken down and get wrestled. He has since fixed that, but the one thing about Chris, prior to the fixing the wrestling, he was really hard to hold down. You can get him down, but he would get up. He's been submitted one time his entire career. He's fought high-level guys. One time by Tom Galicchio, where he 10-6'd him in the first round, blew his gas tank out, and then got rear naked choke in the second round out in New Jersey a million years ago. The only time he's been submitted. Kelvin's not going to submit him. I don't think Kelvin's very good at holding you down. He took Ian Hines down six times. That means Ian Hines got up seven times. You know what I mean? He's going to take Chris down. If he does, Chris is going to work to his feet. Chris has told me he is butchering people in camp. He thinks Kelvin's going to come out there a lot of leg kicks or whatever. Chris doesn't kick a lot. He's got an answer for that. He's got an answer for the wrestling. He thinks it's going to happen. Chris knows I got to win that first round. I have more fights in this guy. I have fought recently in this guy. He's got the names on his resume. He's got the bigger name. I need to go bully ball him. And I think that's what he's going to do. I think boxing, boxing, pure boxing, Chris has got him for sure. Kelvin's got a big left hand, but he hasn't had a knockout since Michael Bisming in 2017, right? The Izzy fight, he hurt Izzy. 
but he hasn't knocked anybody out in a while and he's striking is very limited. He slows down. He's never thrown over a hundred strikes in all of his fights. Even the five rounders, Chris has never been five rounds in UFC. He landed 109 over Rodolfo Vera in the three round fight. Chris has the volume. That's what he needs to do. Now, we got to have Chris show up, not to Hermanson, in his head, nervous. Chris seems to be in his spot. He made a video today. Some guy talks shit to him in Florida saying, hey, you're in the UFC. He goes, yeah, well, I watch it all the time. I've never fucking seen you on the TV. People are chirping him. I love that. I love the number. I'm double dipped on him twice. Better believe I'm going to do it three times, maybe a four time when I get a little excited come fight night. Um, but 100%, he's not finishing Kelvin. This is going to be a decision. Chris by decision is going to be a juicy number. Chris by split decision or the fight to be settled by split decisions, a great number because even if Kelvin doesn't throw enough volume, he'll land enough shots and maybe mix in his wrestling enough where some judge goes, you know, he might have did enough. But uh, I mm-hmm. am nervous. This is Chris's biggest fight, biggest name. I'm obviously riding with the action man. That's my sermon. CC, where are you going now after I laid it out with you? Man, I got a ride. He's our guy. <laughs> He's our guy. He's our guy. He, uh, I say, ask me, I'm going to go run through a fucking wall. I for spoke Chris's fucking action man, Curtis. I spoke to him, and because again, I don't want to bother him or whatever. And then I, when I spoke to him once, it was Sunday when I spoke to him, I'm like, I know my guy, my guy's ready. Like, he knows. He said this camp's been almost flawless. He's training with like everyone was in Vegas because they're getting ready for fights. You know, he's at that extreme couture. So there's so many bodies in there that he's trained with. And uh, I mean, the reason he wasn't in the UFC X amount of years ago is because he never really made the, the the trip out there. He never, he wanted to stay in Cincinnati. Moving out to Vegas changed his whole career. Uh, and I wish he would have done it sooner, but this is a big fight. I can't wait. I think it's gonna be a great fight, but yeah, goes the decision is, is definitely a play. Let's see what uh let's see what it is. Round the one seven of eight. Bismo Funyuns do gas him as past his prime, even though he's only 31. I think his game has passed him by. Only we gas him is by KL. Very true. Chris Take Down Fence is superbly underrated. Ian the Crypto Show Highness. Ooh. Chris threw in a decision. My play, my body, his body work is too good. That's true. Gotta touch the body. He's an Ohio guy. I ride with him forever. That's right. Born and raised in Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, we're on the action, man. I love it. I love it. I am nervous, but I love it. All right, let's go. Main card time. Rahul Rahul's Jr. Minus 225 versus Christian Rodriguez plus 190. Christian, since this guy has your name, I'll let you break down the fight first. Um, Rojas Jr., 18 years old. Phenom. I was there in Vegas when he walked out. People fucking love this kid. Uh, What's your take on him? What's your take on Rodriguez? Give Give me your thoughts. Yeah, you know who doesn't like this guy is Chris Curtis. At least that's the way it looks on Twitter. Yeah, he took his spot. He took his spot. <laughs> take, take his spot. Although I like I said, I think he's Chris has realized now the prelim headliner has by far the most eyeballs on it of every fight of the night. I think you know what's funny so. is I and I talked to him about that. I was sorry to cut you off, but it's like oh, no. when you go to pay per view, fighters go, "Oh, they're paying to see me." Right? It's it's between the fighters. It's it's a badge of honor. Going, oh, have you been on pay per view yet? Right? It's this weird flex that we all have in our lives. That's a flex for fighters. Like, dude, I was on pay per view three times. Have you? So I think the flex with fighters is like, yo, you're paying to see me. But I agree with you. He's gonna get more eyes on that prelim spot. But it's a weird flex between fighters, dude. They they love that. They love the. And I get it to an extent. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, I would want as many eyeballs as I can. Sorry, go ahead, Christian. Yeah. No, that's all good. This fight's not as good, but I know exactly what they're doing. They got an eighteen-year-old that they, yeah, yeah you know, I, trying yeah. to build into a star. Understand Chris as well, is, you know, thirty-six or whatever. So, yeah, I, I mean, the thing about Rosas is he's 
an elite BJJ guy and really just kind of decent everywhere else. I guess maybe he's a good wrestler. I I can't even remember seeing like an actual striking exchange with him. He's just doing anything he can to get get a bat, get a takedown. Um, yeah, he's he's good, I guess. I guess. Man, I think we'll. Know, I mean, he's all right. I, I, we'll I guess. So I think we'll know how this fight goes pretty well just by even the first few minutes. Like mm-hmm. if he's struggling to get these takedowns, I think Chris Rodriguez is going to beat the shit out of him. Sure. Pretty easily too. Mm-hmm. So I, I, and I don't, I, I don't really, I, there's nothing about his wrestling that impressed me. He's just 18 and moves like mm-hmm. a reckless wild, like 18 year old kid that, mm-hmm. you know, like has their ADD untreated. He's just a wild man like that. So, you know, and Rodriguez, I look as much more, uh, he's, he's also young, much more, uh, well, much more well-rounded. Um, I was impressed at least early on when he fought the much, much bigger JSP, how he was able to, he was able to get up. He was able to get out of some of that stuff. I mean, Rosas isn't going to be anywhere close to that size. Um, yeah, I look, it's, this guy's essentially fresh off the contender series. He's 18 years old. Rodriguez, they got about the same amount of fights. Rodriguez actually fought some better people. I'm going to take another dog Ooh, shot here. It's like my fifth in a row. Love it. It's not not just because his name is Christian, but I actually think he can do this. If he can stop takedowns early, but I think he pieces him up like uh, Chase Hooper style. And you're going to say, like, oh, shit, this guy is just a specialist. I agree with you. Listen, uh, I'm not taking Christian. I'm taking Robert Rose Jr. But there was a big pause in me on this fight. This kid keeps getting these balloon numbers. They're going to keep giving him these shiny minus two, minus three, whatever. They're trying to match him up well. And I wanted to lean Christian Rodriguez. The problem is, is his three fights in the UFC, one in the contender series, two in the actual UFC, he's given up 10 takedowns. You got to fix that. This kid, when he gets you down, man, he's relentless. He's good. That's his only way to victory. His stand-up is shit, right? And listen, I'm going to root for the guy because he's uglier than goddamn all get out. I hope he's got an absolute hammer in his pants, right? But I root for him because he needs this. Because if not, I bet he got picked on when he's a kid, but he's a fucking, you know, he's a badass. And 100%, as much as I love Chris, I understand why this guy's on pay-per-view. You know, 18 years old, you know, they want to sell him up. He fought in the UFC at 17. Um, there's going to be a day where I fade this kid and I fade this kid hard because the wheels will fall off, you know, at some point. He's definitely not going undefeated. He's definitely not going to break John Jones's record. I don't see that kind of quality out of him. But I do think with the 10 takedowns that Rodriguez has given up so far, I think Rojas Jr. will get some takedowns. I don't know if he's going to finish or not, but uh, give me Rojas Jr. Timbo, what do you got, bub? Yeah, I'm with you. And I learned I learned the hard way because Jay Perrin, despite his 0-3 record in the UFC, Jay Perrin's not a scrub. Um, shout out to fucking Roadhouse, which was like one of the main – interactions i had with brian probably three or four years ago now Mm -hmm. uh i won probably one of the first mma takes t-shirts yeah uh, (laughs) the trivia question was do you still play that i don't know Uh, another podcast i wish i could remember the top of my head they they made me my own outro coming off the end like a lot of shout outs from john anik which is dope but yeah i used to play the very end of my podcast was the was the soundbite from roadhouse where his name is Hey, what you get her down from there? Yeah. Hey, come on, buddy. What you get her down from there? Yeah. It's when, when, it's when you see Swayze fucking just destroy a guy for the first time. And he goes, like, get him out of here. And the, the blind singer goes, his name is Dalton. <laughs> yeah. Great movie, man. Yeah, that's true. Timbo we got it. Timbo got it. 
went went off the rails there a little bit, but so Jay Perrin was in the Roadhouse movie for those who don't know, but um, fighting Jake Gyllenhaal. But yeah, so I had ch- I had taken Jay Perrin against Christian Rodriguez, and um, got humbly uh, informed that Christian Rodriguez is is not just an eighteen year old punk kid that uh didn't earn his way here. Rajo Rajos Jr. is the eighth. You keep saying Rodriguez. Excuse me. Yeah, there you go. Just want to make sure we're on the same page. Yeah, Yeah. Christian Rodriguez, he's fighting. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. Rose Jr., 18-year-old kid. I got humbled by him fighting in his his fight against uh, Jay Perrin. Um, I'm with Brian. I think that eventually, you know, this train stops, but not against Christian Rodriguez. Again, the 10 takedowns he's given up in his last three fights, very concerning. Mm-hmm. If Rojas gets you in that position, he's going to probably take your neck uh, from your shoulders. So I like I like Rojas to get a, a submission win here. Nice. Um, but, I mean, sa- safe money line play either way. Nice. I love it. Yeah, I love it. It's a, it's a, it's a – I feel like there's going to be two things to this fight, right? Is I feel like it could be a dud because Christian Rodriguez – could get taken down and just just play it safe, and then I know Rojas doesn't want to play on the feet. Uh, I hope for the MMA community and the UFC sake that Rojas Jr. goes out there and he looks like the star, and he says, "I'm buying my mom another minivan," like he did in December. Um, I just got a gut feeling this fight might 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 kind of stink up the joint a little bit, but I don't know. Next fight won't stink up the joint. Kevin Holland minus two fifty versus Santiago Ponsonivio plus two ten. Again, this line's moving like crazy. Uh, Timbo, you elegantly left off last time. We'll go with you this time. Uh, to me, this was a pretty tough fight to pick, right? This was definitely a number play for me. Interesting fight between both guys here. What you think? I'm a big Kevin Holland believer. Yeah. Um, when he fights the way he's supposed to fight, like he didn't have to get beat the shit out of, out of Steven Thompson, like the way he did. Um, you know, he'd taken him down, he had him down and obviously they had some verb, the verbal agreement or whatever. We're not right. going to do that. And I respect that, you know, but at the same time, like if you're, I'd actually broken down it beautifully that Steven Thompson is going to whoop his ass because mm-hmm. Steven Thompson is a way different elite level of striking mm-hmm. than most, uh, welterweights period. But, uh, Ponzinibbi is pretty fucking good too. I'm not going to lie. He's getting a little longer to two, 36 years old. Um, I'm not uh, I'm not impressed by him knocking out Alex Morono. I don't think mm-hmm. Alex Morono is good. He's very slow. Just got kind of sneaky power and, and um, you know good head movement, but not not high on him. Um, I am high on Kevin Holland though. I think it's, I think he's got legit power, legit striking. Um, he can hold his own. It, it, I don't see this being a grappling match at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I don't see it getting there, but. I think uh, Kevin Holland gets a finish here. I'm really big on Kevin Holland this week. I don't even know what the line is, but I'm definitely fucking hammering it. Minus 250, Kevin Holland. Again, it, it's dipping. Like, money's coming. It's two-way action for sure, but I have it as minus 250. He's probably still in the 200 range, obviously. Christian, you got it pulled up right now in front of your face at all? Yep, yep, I got it. It's, uh, well, DraftKings isn't up yet, but minus no. 250. to yeah. The best one's bet online at minus 236. 236, yeah. It's, it's moving that. up and down. Uh, great breakdown. Listen, this was a tough fight for me because I look through a card and I, I go, I can't play all chalk. Obviously, I got my boy Curtis at a dog money, but is it really a dog money? I picked Sam Page, but you know, who gives a fuck? I wanted a dog here, right? And, uh, and, and Ponzi's a guy who 
I've never really rode. I've always been like, you know, I felt like he maybe was a little overrated, especially when he was injured. He had like a six fight win streak and he was injured and he came back after being off forever and then got knocked out by the leech, who, you know, I think is very high level there. <laughs> world, yes. world class leech, Timbo. Highest level. Uh, the highest of the levels. But uh, no, Ponzi has got so much heart and toughness. And the one thing about Kevin Holland is I think he's a killer. He's a finisher, right? He's good everywhere. This is going to be a stand-up fight. I, I think Ponzi and EBO's takedown offense is too good. I don't think Kevin Holland's going to want to wrestle. He's long. He's deadly. He's got that frame, that puncher's frame that we see. I mean, he's built like a smaller Pereira. These longer guys, they just got the leverage. They can pop. Problem is, I just think Kevin Holland's a little inconsistent. I just, I just, he wins all these fights in a row and he takes them a short notice and then, you know, now it's just like he's fought the highest of level guys, but it's like you're right. The fight IQ, the 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 machismo might not match up sometimes. The problem I have with Ponsonibio is I'm taking Ponsonibio, not to bury the lead, taking him as a dog shot here. Plus two ten is too good of a number, but I think it's going to be Ponsonibio needing kind of a miracle because if you watch the Morono fight, who I don't think is a good fighter either, who I think is very mid, as we established all of us in our 30s, we can say mid. Um, I he he, he put Ponzinibbio <laughs> on skates a few times and had a rally and knock him out in that third round. I was there live and and I'm like, what is going on? Because I had Ponzinibbio in one of my, I think it was in a slime ball parlay, and he was getting knocked around. He kept getting hurt and Chin has been an issue. He's been knocked out three times in his career. He's been rocked many other times. Um, but for something, Kevin Holland, he, he feels like he's getting distracted with getting in with Miles of it all. And he, you know, he's, he retired after the Chamaya fight. There's a confidence thing. There's a consistency thing. And when you're hanging plus two ten on me uh, against a, a guy who can get it done, this is a number play. I, I, I like to see Holland win. I think Holland's better for the division, but I'm going to go Ponce Nebo here. Uh, not going to lock him up or anything, but this is a, this is going to be a dog play for Hello? me. Hello. Okay. This is dog. Yeah, that's a dog. You uh, betting that? Am I betting that? You want to bet it with me? Oh, I would love to bet it. With <laughs> nah, you. I can't bet this one. Not this one. I'm not that confident. I will bet it. I will. I mean, when when I got a little bit of a gut feeling on a dog at plus two ten, I'll put like a half shekel on it. I'm not going to go crazy, but yeah, I will bet it for sure. Um, you know, but right, you you want some action. I want I want some action. Takes hey, hey, I do have a bet with uh I don't know if he's still in the chat. We'll we'll get to it the next fight. I do have a bet outside of a uh one of our bets here. Oh. Holland, Bahamas, and Yanez parlay at plus one eighty three. Tatum Temple bringing out the parlay. Like See, Ponzi didn't look good coming off his layoff. I'm not sure Holland's the guy who starts to look good against. Good, good, good point there, Justin Chuwinam. Chuwinam? Am I saying that right? Chuwinam? Either way, it's a cool fucking last name, dude. Uh, Christian, the floor is yours. Yeah. Um, look, I think Ponce Nibio, to hear this. Look, he's looked like an absolute shell of himself since he came back. I can't remember what he had. He had something like Jeff Neal, like some sort of sepsis or you know, Yeah, he had like a blood infection or something. It was something, yeah. Just remember Jeff Neal had pneumonia yeah, and almost died, and I was out of the hospital the next day. So just fucking remember who's yeah. tougher than Jeff Neal. You know what I mean? I didn't uh, even... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get pneumonia. That's Check not tough that out. Either. Check that out. That's uh, yeah, tougher than all of us. Tougher than all of us, babe. Uh, I did. I just so didn't know it. <laughs> I look. I look back. Yeah, exactly. Look. Um, if I remember that Morono fight quickly, he or correctly, he was this close. If he didn't finish that fight, he was going to lose that. Hundred percent. He was getting if knocked was all right, around. Yeah, he's okay. getting the shit kicked out of him. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. He, yeah, so he landed a bunch of strikes. Like, the numbers kind of lie in that. Like, he was getting his ass beat for 
12 and a half minutes or whatever it was. I remember because I had money on Morono, and so I didn't get it. Yeah, so he had just he had to eke that one out. And then obviously the leech absolutely crushed him like the leech does. And then his only uh, real convincing win was yeah, high, was against my gal Baeza, whose chin just disappeared. Right. All the talent in the world, but no if he chin. doesn't get you, you get him, you get him out of yeah, there. No chin. I don't know how you could trust that, especially like I wouldn't want to put even half a unit on that. All he's got the more versatile skill set. Like he did lose a striking battle to uh, Stephen Thompson, but almost anybody would. Everyone Even 40-year-old Stephen yeah, Everyone does. It's just, yeah. it's just what he does. He could have won that fight. You know, he, he got yeah, he up. Broke he broke his hand. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's, that fight wasn't that long ago, but. Yeah, he broke his hand. Well, that's the thing, too. So is his hand good? Because that's, that's a quick he did, turn. He, he did, he did, he's saying it's not. He didn't need surgery. So what they basically what they do is as a guy who's broken his hand a number of times, again, I'm not comparing myself to an athlete. If you don't need surgery, basically what they tell you to do is rest for three weeks and then you got to strengthen the bones. So you got to get a cast on, take the cast off, and then you squeeze sand, squeeze rice, squeeze whatever to strengthen the bones. So he might have been doing that, but his hands still, there's no fucking way it's 100%. He'll probably break it again, right? I mean, shit. But, you know, he's he's that guy. He wants to fight. He, want, he likes getting paychecks. Uh. Oh, That's I just my saw only the chat with this fight. What's up with the chat? Sorry, go ahead, CC. Oh, I just saw the chat. A long time listeners, uh, Jeannie, I guess that's Jeannie Douglas and Jane Smith up there. Yeah, Jane Smith, Jeannie Douglas, Jeannie. This is my this, yeah. my, this is a day one right here. Jeannie Holland there looking like redemption. Yep. Oh, yeah. And, then, and check this out from Justin. You're one of three people to ever pronounce my last name right without me telling them. See that, Christian? I can't pronounce last names, you son of a bitch. Well, you oh, pronounce it like yeah. six different ways. Well, I got one of the six, pal. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Christian. So you're going Kevin Holland here. You're putting your nuts on the table. You're saying you're putting yeah, the five. hardest, hardest fighter to bet in the UFC. But I'm, I'm going to ride true. with him. And he I like him tough. as much as Timbo here does. I, no. He's he's going to be the centerpiece of the grease ball parlay. Ooh, grease parlay. Follow yeah. Christian on Twitter at that play BZ. Tweet I out. Never, I never post it. Though. Tweet it out, babe. We want to see it. We need it. All right. Next up, Rob Font plus one fifty five versus Adrian Yanez minus one eighty. I'll lead here. I love this fight. I have a side bet with John Friend, friend, excuse me, John Friend, Patrick Friend, friends of the show. John was in the chat. He loves Rob Font. He says, hey, man, Rob Font at Doll Money. I love it. I said, okay, put your money up. Put your money up because I'm on your nest. I love Adrian Ness. He's been my golden goose since the Contender Series. I think this kid's got pop. So he was reluctant. He goes, eh, and then he, and then he goes, you know what? Fuck it. Nuts on the table. Let's go. There he is right there. Huge Rob Font guy. John Friend's in on it. Uh, so we went 20. If Rob Font wins, I pay him 40 because he's the dog. That's the kind of way. But listen, this is a classic boxing style fight, right? A lot of pundits, a lot of smart people, Michael Bisming, people who break down fights, think that it'd be smart if Font wrestles because Font's finishes in UFC come from grappling. He's got good submissions. He's big for the class. Yanez hasn't been testing that. His losses outside the UFC come from grapplers. I don't know how good Rob Font's wrestling is. I don't know how good his takedowns are or whatever. Yanez does have some pretty good takedown offense. What I have seen, the only hiccup I've seen of Yanez is he starts a little slow, and Rob Font is a volume guy. So this is just classic volume versus power. They both have perfect technique. Yanez is going to find his shots, and Rob Font's going to overwhelm him in volume. Like this is what he do with Cheeto. Problem is, Ralph Font, I know he took a year off, but he's been taking so many beatings in his last few fights. Just, but he's fighting studs. 
but just so many beatings. I am a little surprised by the line. I thought this would be a little bit closer. I know a lot of people love Yanez like I do. I just think Yanez is going to catch him. I think Rafon is going to get knocked out. It's never been knocked out. So I like the knockout price here. And then slime ball candidate number three, Adrian Yanez. Uh, Christian, we'll hear what you got to say about this fight because uh, this is a banger. This is a fucking banger. It is a fantastic fight. Uh, Notes-wise, my God, I thought you were reading my paper through the computer somehow because I am in like almost complete agreement. I'm in uh, you, it's hard to trust a guy that's been knocked down five times in his last two fights. That is a lot. There's a lot of times to be knocked down in the UFC. And, I mean, they were they were nasty every time he got knocked down. Uh, Rob, you know, he does have great output. Uh, doesn't do a whole lot of damage, though, at least not anymore. He seems to have be kind of come pillow-fisted over his recent run. Again, this is against some of the best fighters in the division, mm -hmm. and really in this division, some of the best but fighters But I, I will world. point out, if you can't knock out Cody Garbrandt, and you're a boxer, what are we doing here? In five rounds, too? I know he won, but you ain't knock him yeah. out? Come on! Pillows, yeah. man. You got fucking pillows. He does. Look, uh, it's time for a changing of the guard. Uh, not, I guess he said his name is Yanez, which is going to be really yeah. tough to switch to. Yeah, it's... it's, it's I'm going uh, to stick with Yanez. Yeah. I'm going to stick with Yanez for now. Same. Uh, so... I my read was so similar to yours. I haven't even written down. I'm gonna bet this after round one. I love yeah. Yana's in this fight, but I I'm almost sure Rob Font's gonna win the first one, which mm -hmm. sucks in a three round fight because you really can't give it up. Yeah. So I think you might be able to get a plus number or something to mm -hmm. end here. Even I do expect Yana's to come on with that power. He touches people. I mean, he throws huge combinations, body, head, like all over the place. So I think that's gonna really start to wear on Rob Font. Rob Font wears damage horribly. Mm -hmm. And as he's gonna get damaged, so yeah, give me uh, Giannis as well. I love Sign it. Forever. That's a good. That's a good breakdown because I love the after the one play. Because I mean, you look at Randy Costa, who is a one round fighter. He pieced up Giannis in that first round, busted his nose up. Loved the corner from Giannis, and I loved him. Like he was like licking his blood. He went out and finished Costa in the second round, but he tends to drop the first round. Like David Grant jumped on him. That was his only close fight in the UFC. It was David Grant the only fight that went to a decision? David Gant jumped on him pretty early. So after the first round, you could be fishing for a better number. I like that. Uh, I like that read there, CC. All right, Timbo, we're gonna close out the Yanaz show or Yanez, excuse me. Or are you going to uh, shit the party, bud? I'm shitting the party. What, what was, what was the line on this? Uh, Rafon plus one fifty five. Yanez minus one eighty. So you're going dog hunt, yeah. right? Oh, dog hunt. I'm going dog hunt, man. I, I just right. think you, you can't. Here's what I think. Down. And this may play as the same factor in Chris Curtis fight. Mm -hmm. Who knows? But um, starting off slow, like if that's what you do, that's what you do. If that's what you're comfortable doing, that's what you're comfortable doing. If when you try to switch out of that and switch your style up, that's when you can fuck things up. Mm -hmm. Three round fights, you can't afford to lose round one, especially with these judges. So this is another one I'm kind of leaning on maybe a, a Rob Font split decision or even a Yana split decision. Um, I don't see either of these guys getting finished. Um, you know, Rob Font's getting a little old in the tooth. He's 35, but, uh, you know, he could take, he could take punches. He's been knocked down five times, but he mm. hasn't been knocked out. Never knocked out. Um, so I'm liking a little split decision play here. These judges nice. have really been bad fucking insane here. The and they're in Florida. Weeks. I think you can get a good number there. If, historically, if you look at Florida judges, it's, it's up there with Texas. It's up there with New York. They haven't been Miami since UFC 42. Rich Franklin's debut, but they've been to Florida. They just haven't been to Miami. So 
that's a good thing right there with the judges too because you drop round one, the judges might just be like, oh, well, he won round one. He probably won round two. That's what they do, these well, fucking Well, we got a guy bozo. who most, you know, one guy will most likely win round one. It's probably more likely that Giannis wins round three. It really is a good yeah. read on that split decision it's on this cr- one. That's, that's why yeah. I do this podcast I mean, you, with you, you guys. Take that, You're sharp. Yeah, I, I think it's going to end by a knockout. I do think Inez has that kind of power. I mean, I, I'm not I'm not confident uh, if it's a, if it's a decent plus number. Uh, I'll definitely play that because Ralph Font is you know tough under two dollar stake. You know tough under you know let's we just go again with the whole Southern slang. Uh, that's a great read there for the dog shot. Come on, Tim, but Ralph Font has been punching back for his last two three. Tatum Temple calling you out, bro. All right, his opponents have been too though. Yeah. His opponents have been too more so than him. If we're kind of significant, it's strikes. just Rob. You can Font, say what you want about the Cheetah Verify. Rob Font just doesn't have didn't have that zip. Just having that fucking power. It's pillows. All right, we got co-main event: Gilbert Burns minus four ninety versus Jorge Masvidal plus three ninety. Um, Timbo, we'll go you. I don't know if you're a Masvidal fan. No, I don't think you are. You're a Diaz guy. I don't think you you side with Masvidal because of the whole BMF thing, but. All I got to say about this fight is I think the line is wide, in my opinion. Some people think Burns is an absolute lock. Mm, we'll see. What do you think? I don't think Burns is an absolute, absolute lock by any means. Um, Masvidal KO at plus 700 is fucking juicy, and I'll be putting some putting some money on it. Probably not much, but at plus 700, you ain't got to. You ain't got to put much. Nice night, 20 bucks, Jeff. Boom. 140. Yep. Um. I love I love Masvidal. No, I don't care about the Diaz thing. Diaz okay. is old, old news. Out with the old, uh, in with the pretty much same. Just as old, yeah. but uh, he's still in the UFC. Yep. Um, yeah, Masvidal has sh- like, okay, he got starched by Usman. Yeah, we saw that, and then he got outpaced and out wrestled by Colby. Like everyone in this division is going to also have the same thing happen to him, except for except for Leon Edwards, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, G- Gilbert. Got starched by Usman as well. Granted, he landed some good shots against him, but he didn't do enough. Um, Gilbert's chin has been like he's getting put down by jabs, granted, from Kamzat. But uh, Masvidal can crack, man. We've seen it. We've seen him finish. His last five wins have been my finish. I think there's a lot of, lot of crazy money on Burns, and I don't, I don't really, I don't see it. You know, mm-hmm. the main thing is Gilbert. I mean, uh, Masvidal has good takedown defense. Mm-hmm. I think Gilbert's going to try to go that route because if he doesn't, then this is a coin flip, in mm-hmm. my opinion. And w- when you give me that on a plus seven, well, not plus seven hundred for KO, but ultimately, if Masvidal wins, it's going to be by KO. But um, what what was Masvidal's line? Sorry, plus, plus three ninety, and this line's moving as well, plus three ninety. It's almost a yeah, four to one. Take, I gotta I gotta take that number. All right. I gotta take that number. I'm I'm rocking with Masvidal this weekend, man. I Jorge, fucking love the dude. I love his energy. Masvidal. Yeah. Yeah. Give it to me. Christian, what we got? Co-main event. This is just like a betting tip, though. So this has been happening on pay-per-views. like, And I think it's because you get a lot more casual interest on them than, you know, our normal ones, but not as many casual fans are on. Um, These numbers explode, like, in the five, like, during walkouts and Mm -hmm. on. Like, if you got a minus 500, they'll close at minus 700. It's Mm -hmm. fucking crazy how the lines move. So if you like, I would wait on that Masvidal line until – it's because people will chalk part, especially on a card like this, mm-hmm. minus two hundred, minus five hundreds. People are going to make big chalk parlays. They want to make their money back. I would wait. I would wait. If if you like dogs, I would just wait until they're walking out. I like dogs. That's when you place your singles, at least. So that that would be something 
I think most of us have seen, but just to bring it up. Um, okay, so Masvidal, I think he's looked really regressed. It, again, mm-hmm. this is against really high-level competition, and I guess the way those guys fight, they could make anybody look regressed. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the the knockout kind of was unexpected against Usman, but <clears throat> I'm not sure that Usman and Burns' power are much different. I don't see why. I mean, everybody talks that only Masvidal could knock him out. I don't see why Burns couldn't knock him out too. There's, I, I know Masvidal's the better striker. I don't know if he's the more powerful striker though. In terms of getting him to the ground, obviously Masvidal's tough to get down. It's historically always been that way, and he's pretty good at getting up. The weird thing about Burns is he can kind of control this fight and not let Masvidal hit him by. If he can't get the takedown, he's really good at pushing people up against the cage and just playing that stall game until he can either go for another takedown or separate and then probably go for another takedown. His top control like sniff is and crotch them. is what you're saying. Yes. Oh, or yeah. sniffing armpits yeah, against the cage. Right. Yeah. <laughs> sniffing armpits. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think – look, Burns fights a lot differently than these other guys. Like, you know, he'll try and pick people up and throw them down, like, you know, like – do a lot more trips than takedowns, you know, weird shit like that. And I think if he, I think he can actually stay on top if he gets there. Again, with I'm thinking Masvidal's regressed, and I think Burns can get him down. I gotta take Burns. I, the, I thought this line would be wide, and we, mm-hmm. we talked about it months ago. I was like, nah, it should be minus 500. Yeah. The closer it gets, I'm like, there's no way it should be anywhere near this. I don't think it's a pick them, but I think maybe minus. 180 to minus 200 is what I have Burns at. But I'm going to pick him. I, I don't. I don't even know if I'll parlay him at this line because that seems stupid. I think the Masvidal knockout bet or I, whatever this fight is to end by knockout, I'll probably play that. Yeah. Um, for the record, I I just got a, a tweet that the Anik and Florian show, the show we did for the Pickums, is premiering right now. So I pick Burns on the Pickum because I'm losing the Kenny. Spoiler alert! First, first you heard it here first. Kenny pick Masvidal. <laughs> I wanted to Ooh, pick Masvidal. Ken Flo. Ken Flo picked Masvidal. Broke it down beautifully like Ken Flo does. I was going to take Masvidal because, you know, the point system, the way we set it up, I'm behind. You got to get back in the game. You should always be taking dogs in that. You should be taking so many dogs I mean, when you're a four-to-one dog, you have to. I mean, it's, you know, the way, the way it's set up. And I don't think Masvidal should be a four-to-one dog. I've been following Jorge Jorge Masvidal's career since the backyard. I've seen every single one of his fights. And I can I can say to you, the first Usman fight was on like a week's notice. Cut a million pounds of weight, lost a really bad decision, whatever. The second Usman fight, yeah. that was the worst I've ever seen him look. I don't know what he was doing. His stand-up looked terrible. He was hands were down. He's like, oh, I was expecting him to wrestle more. Yeah, but why wouldn't you take? You still got taken down, and then you got pieced up on the feet, right? Like, his boxing is so good. He's so explosive. If you go back and watch the Cowboy fight, you go back and watch the Darren Till fight, it's combinations that set everything up. The Colby fight, he's pot shot and Colby with one shot. He dropped him later in the fight, but I was after he's already gassed out, and Colby's a different kind of fighter with that different mentality. He... Pitter pass, pitter pats, take down, pitter pass, pitter take. It is what it is. Training with Johnny Eblen, training with Bo Nickel, the wrestling's there. I think he had the silk sheet mentality. This is a guy who's a journeyman his whole career, made enough money to get by, made enough money to pay for his kids and stuff. And then after the Asker knockout and the Diaz, all of a sudden we got a couple M's in the bank account. We got a couple multiple M's in the bank account. That's hard to do. That's why I have so much respect for Floyd Mayweather because regardless of what you think about that guy, he never fell off after he become a multi multi millionaire. He always worked hard. Never once did he gas out in a fight. Masvidal, I feel like had the silk sheets, but now we're coming back to Miami. This is Mister Three Hundred Five. 
you got to imagine he is the best he's ever been. The one thing I don't like is in MMA capping you whatever, pull up the stats. Anytime a fighter starts talking about retirement, if I lose this guy, I'm retiring. They fucking lose. Why say it? Why do that? And Masvidal has said that. If I can't beat Gilbert, I might as well be done. What are you doing, right? What, this is how crazy MMA is. If he loses the Burns, he might retire. If he wins, he might get a title shot. You know what I mean? Because of the him and Leon's beef. <laughs> this is the way this world works. So in our system, I'm rocking Masvidal. I like Masvidal. That was my early lean. I think his takedown offense will be better than it's ever been. I think if he's in shape and he throws his hands like he normally should, I think he can hurt Burns. Burns has been knocked out before. Burns has been dropped multiple times. Been knocked out three times, been dropped multiple times. Burns is relentless. He looked flawless against Neil Magny. He looked flawless against Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. But Maslow has only been submitted one time as an entire MMA career. And that was a reverse triangle by Toby Yamada a million years ago in Bellator. Masvidal's decent. He can get taken down, but he's not going to get submitted. And you're right. I think if anybody wins this fight, knockout or decision, double chance is the, is the best play for this, right? How will the fight end? By knockout or decision. I don't think anyone's getting submitted. Mm-hmm. I think that's the way it ends. I think that's a great play. I think someone said in the chat as well, uh, 100%, I think this is going to... The line is way off in this fight. I think we're going to quickly realize early on Burns might have a good first round, maybe even get a couple takedowns, but I really, truly think Masvidal's got that magic. Sometimes he does have that touch. We're in Miami, which could be a curse, but I feel like Masvidal gets up for this stuff. Give me Masvidal at this huge dog number. If he was minus 115 and we're looking at a pick him, I'm going Gilbert Burns because I think Gilbert Burns has a little bit more juice right now, and we've seen him look great, mm-hmm. and we haven't seen Masvidal look great. But... Uh, when you get when you're hanging almost four to one on me, you got you gotta go Mozzie, but no. All right, next up main event is he out of sign in minus one forty versus Alex Pad plus one twenty. Surprise that Izzy's the favorite. If I'm being honest with you, Izzy's zero three against this guy. You guys know I love Izzy. I am terrified of this fight for Izzy. I don't like how quick he's taking it, but that's kind of what he does. He kind of says fuck you to everyone doubting me. I'm just gonna take this monster on again. Um, we'll go Christian for the main event first. Uh, I love this fight. I, I love all three of their fights. I think this is high level striking, which gets my dick hard. Um, so, uh, Christian, break it down, babe. Yeah. I thought, I thought, uh, Mr. 305 was Pitbull. Is that where I'm at all? Uh, yes, if, it you, is. if you ever name Pitbull on this podcast again, you're out of here, pal. Okay. You're out of here. No, hold this on. <laughs> Hang on. Hang on a second. Do you guys, you guys don't watch many Bengals games, but maybe there's a good chance you've seen this. Have you ever seen like the bearded Bengal fan? He's got a beard down to here. I don't think so. I, I and he dies. I do watch it, a lot of Bengals he di- games, Yeah. Though. Right. He dies at orange and black. The camera always finds him. Sometimes he ties beers into his thing. That's a buddy of mine. That guy, that guy works at UPS. He, I, when he first got the drive, he, he's a driver at UPS. When he first got the driving job, we used to work up front together. He went to my wedding. When he first got the driving job at UPS, we weren't allowed having facial hair. So he shaved his head and shaved his beard, yeah, and he looked that. exactly like Pitbull. We called him Mr. 305. I mean, I, it was uncanny. <laughs> I got to pull up a wedding photo. Like, he's dancing in their wedding, like one of our wedding photos. And I'm like, dude, that's Pitbull came to our wedding. It's unbelievable. <laughs> All right, Christian, go ahead. Break it down for me. Yeah. All right. This so the dynamic in this fight. It feels so weird breaking this down right after the Usman Leon fight because it it feels like so similar. You got a I, I thought a shoe in favorite, a longtime champ, um, cruising to a victory, mm-hmm. and then gets 
knocked out right at the end. Gets victory stolen, or wait, defeat from the jaws of victory. There he is. Um, I, you know, I've, I mean, I picked Andres Mikulidis against Michelle Pereira. You have faded Pereira right? a lot, yeah. You have faded him quite a bit. Uh, yeah, I faded him, and I, yep, I paid for it. I'm going to go back to the fade right here. This is, and this is, you might as well just clip my breakdown from Usman Edwards. I'm going to take the guy that's won almost every minute they've been fighting. Mm -hmm. I know that obviously Izzy's been knocked out twice, but I believe that Pereira's got saved by the bell now once in, at least once in each sport, I believe. I think the first round of their last fight, and then one, I don't, I've only watched like small parts of the kickboxing matches. Oh, what's up, Ash Jack? Ash Jack. In the, in hey, do y'all the... see that emoji? Because I can't see the emoji. It's a, it's a, it looks I, like a camel. It looks like, hold on. I thought it was a... <laughs> it's a dog. It's a dog. Masvidal. She's uh, a big Masvidal. Masvidal. It's a dog. Nice. Yeah. I thought she was telling uh, you to go walk your fucking dog. <laughs> like, wrap up. The dog <laughs> needs walking. <laughs> uh, I she must like the way Drake looks too. Then. Oh, she loves the way Drake hey, looks. So, hey, hey. So, so, listen, that's yeah, that's I, not a bad... My, my friends who don't know you watch this show casually, they go, first off, that dude's black. Second off, he's related to Drake. I'm like, I swear he's not. I swear he's not. <laughs> They're convinced. Like, I got to meet him. I got to meet him. All right, Chris, I'm so sorry for stepping on your breakdown. I agree with everything you're saying. Close it home here, bud. Yeah, I, I, like, I think Izzy's almost finished it. Pereira has finished it. Mm -hmm. But I think Izzy has just as good of a chance to finish it. I, he's won more of the minutes. I think the line is fine. I mm -hmm. Should probably be a little bit closer. But I think Izzy's the better fighter, and I'm going to take him again. Yeah. And I'll probably regret that, just like I did a couple weeks ago. Yep. Timbo. So give me Izzy. Timbo, what do you again. think about this? I'm going with Izzy as well. Ooh. Um, one, I'm just a fan. That surprised me. I think Pereira is fucking... What? Taking Izzy? Yeah, that, I thought you would go Pereira for sure. I thought I knew your gambling style. That's why it surprises me. Yeah, I mean, one, there's some fanboy in me that mm -hmm. I just want to see Izzy get it done. Um, two, so he was um, he was talking at one of the press conferences today, and he kind of gave it away. And he said, I think um, I saw this too. Go he ahead. said, you know, yeah. how, however, they get, you know, however it happens when I get him on his back. And yeah. then he like kind of paused when he said that. And he yeah. said, or however it happens. Yeah. I'm like, okay, because if you remember in the in the first UFC fight, mm -hmm. he grappled Pajara and fucking manhandled mm -hmm. him, beating the shit out of him. Yeah. Um, I think he could really go back to that well. And because uh, I mean, Pajara is not an MMA fighter. He's a kickboxer. Mm -hmm. He's not an MMA fighter. Um, but he's a really good fucking kickboxer. So. You know, his skills with that can outweigh his, his poor wrestling. But um, I think as he showed in the first fight, he, he can get him down. Um, I think he'll definitely mix it in. It's not like he's going to be crotch sniffing the entire time. But, you know, if he maybe gets uncomfortable for a set, I think he's confident that he can shoot a takedown and get him down to the ground. I like Izzy uh, probably by decision. Yeah. Um, Probably some good money on that. Maybe uh, definitely at least plus 200. But yeah. yeah, I think Izzy gets it done, man. Just like in any sport, it's hard to beat somebody fucking four times. Right. It's hard to beat somebody three times. Um, And, you know, Izzy was winning that first fight up until the fifth round. Mm -hmm. You know, I think you learn from your mistakes. So give me give me Izzy here. I like, uh, I'm going to be betting Izzy pretty fucking big this weekend. Nice. Yeah, this this is the only Izzy fight I've, I've always rode with Izzy. I, 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 I was one of the, f not the few, excuse me. I... I love new talent and, and I've been wrong about a lot of guys. I mean, you guys could throw Max Ross, Roscoff in my face all day long, right? I've been wrong about a lot of guys, but I remember watching Izzy outside Preach. 
<laughs> before he came in and I'm like, holy shit, like this dude is something here, right? Like this dude is is good. And then he came to the OC and whatever. So I'm an Izzy guy, right? I love Izzy. This fight throws a big pause at me, right? Because even though I agree with everything you guys said, I think Izzy is the better fighter. He was he arguably won the first kickboxing match that went to a decision, right? Bad judging. He was winning the second kickboxing fight, hurt Pereira, got knocked out, was winning, only dropped one round, dropped the second round to Pereira in their first fight, almost knocked him out in the first round. If there's only five more seconds left, and then obviously grappled him in that third round, which was beautiful. Izzy's kind of dropped some hints. Now, Izzy's a goofy guy, right? He likes to play mind games. He said at the press conference, and then um, the interview asked him. It wasn't at the press conference. It was, it was a video I saw. An interview goes, hey, Pereira had Chuck Liddell in his camp. Who would you bring into your camp? And he goes, oh, probably DC because of, nah, I'm, I'm not going to say anymore. Like DC because of the wrestling, right? Mm. Izzy doesn't have the best wrestling in the world. The grappling wasn't great. But if you watch that third round, I've seen the fight four times now. He took him down, he rode him, he handcuffed him, and he beat the shit out of him. He had landed a lot of strikes. In the fourth round, Pereira came out slow, took it off, took the fourth round off. Izzy clinch grappled, played a little safe himself. But that fucking Thanos gauntlet, that fucking Thanos gauntlet, the finger snap that fucking Pereira has is so scary that it's like, how can you not be worried about that? And it's so soon and some fighters just have other fighters' number. What's crazy is, is everyone thinks Izzy's corny. Izzy said, and he is a little corny, but he said something today. He goes, the only reason he's the champ is because of me. Because he got a title shot because of me, and he matches up best with me. Imagine if, like, Robert Whitaker goes in there and wrestle fucks Pereira, right? Robert Whitaker is a pretty good offensive wrestler. Or if you, if you got Hansa Chimaev sure. at 85, Pereira would lose these fights. He, he's not stable on the ground yet. He's working oh, on Vittori it. Oh, would wipe the floor. Right. Then. That's what I mean. But he matches up so well with Izzy. That's why, to me, it's like crazy. Like, if he beats Izzy, Izzy's fucking massive. You got to go up to 205. Fight Jamal Hill is not going to take you down. Fight yeah, uh, Hiri Prohaska. He's not going to take you down. I mean, Pereira could end his career at heavyweight, for all I know. Um, with that being said, I'm going to go rock with Izzy. I'm not putting a lot of shekels on it. Uh, my biggest loss ever has been Izzy over uh, Jan Blachowicz. That still stings. So I've learned my lesson there, and this fight does throw some paws. But I like Izzy. I like Izzy by decision. I think he's going to grapple, and I think it's going to be a fairly even close fight. But that fucking gauntlet of Thanos, man, I'm scared. All right, Timbo, you're the champ, babe. So you get to pick mortal, dog, or send them first. Whatever you want. Read your board. What you got, big dog? Uh, give me, give me a send him home. Ooh, send him home first. And give me, uh, give me Kevin Holland. Wow. I'm opposite you, but I might have to play that. You rarely do we pick send him home first and you went first, Kevin Holland. That's a fucking sexy play. It's very Christian. Stole my he stole your moves, too. bro. Damn. All right, Kristen. Uh, <laughs> give me your send him home, bub. And I'm gonna go with the only fighter on this card with a hundred percent finish rate. Uh Jacqueline Amorim. Nice. Interesting. Love, I love it. Nice little love pick it. there. I mean, you definitely didn't steal my pick because I forgot you were fighting. Um, <laughs> my uh my send him home. I can't do green hammer because you can't double up there. Um 
man, I had this all planned out. You know what? My send him home is going to be the little snot-nosed kid, Rojas Jr. by submission. I think he's going to grab a neck. I think he'll take it. Rojas Jr. All right, Christian, you got dog, you got mortal. What do you want? Uh, I'll take mortal. Okay. Tell me, babe. Ignacio. Nice. Ignacio. Uh, that's a, oh shit. Wrong marker. I got you guys color code up. Wrong marker. That's your mortal lock, right? Anastasia Bahamanes. Yep. God, I'm going to be dreaming about Anastasia tonight. Just the name, not even him. I mean, he's not a good looking dude, but just the fucking name. Uh, all right, Timbo. Uh, actually, you know what? That's yeah. My mortal lock. Uh, I can't stay away from the guy. I keep looking at him. I'm going to go Carl Williams here. As my mortal lock, you never mortal, you never let your friends mortal lock fucking heavyweights, especially bad heavyweights. But I just broke all the rules in the book. Timbo, mortal lock, babe. Uh, I'm fucking sticking to my guns, man. Give okay. me Izzy. Nice. I was hoping you did that because you were really confident yeah, when, you bro- yeah. when you broke that down. I like that. I like people sharing themselves. All right, my dog lock comes no surprise. It's Chris Curtis. I mean, slight dog money on him, but that's my guy. Got you know, you're giving me a plus. I'm. Di- I mean, I won. I, 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 the biggest bet I've ever made was was a G in Vegas on Chris over Buckley. And after that first round, I was like, oh shit, this trip just cost me a lot more money. <laughs> but uh, he fucking rebounded like like he always does. Uh, so dog lock, um, Chris Curtis. Uh, dog lock, uh, CC. We'll go Christian. I mean, I am way down on the card here. I'm going to take Steve Garcia as my dog boss. <laughs> so I have two of my points done in the you, first two. Bro, you picked fucking uh, a lot of dogs. All right, Timbo, end the show with your dog lock, buddy. Rob Font, baby. Robbie Font. All right. That, was, action. A, that was a Judge's fun. Judge's decision split. Judge's decision split. Take it to the house. Uh, listen, sorry about the visual difficulties audio you're not going to know there's any difference because the old audio is gone but uh thank you for sticking with us with the whole youtube link and stuff like that i apologize and boys thank you for joining i feel like well first off i know this was a good show secondly i feel like the straps coming to cincinnati boys i feel like i got it Oh, I got got mine somewhere (laughs) over here. I love it. All right, boys. Thank you. Thank you for everyone listening. Thank you for everyone watching. You're the best. I like y'all. Perfect week for Brian Petrie yet again. Motherfuckers. With a man, Brian Peter.